Let's talk about Denver trading for Mike Evans. There have been some trade rumors involving the Bucs star wide receiver, and I want to entertain the idea of maybe the Broncos being a trade destination and kind of go through all the pros and the cons of it. But let's kind of first set the scene a little bit here because Mike Evans and the Bucks have not come to an agreement on a contract extension as the 30-year-old wideout is entering the final year of his contract. And Saturday is the reported deadline. He told the Bucks that after Saturday, there will be no more contract extension talk. And I know that Evans wants to be a Buck for life, but it might be in doubt right now because it doesn't seem like the two sides are making a lot of progress on coming up with a new longer-term deal. And with Evans being 30 years old, maybe the Bucks decide... This is when we flip the page and go a different direction. We'll find out if that's a good idea or not in a few years. But for now, I'm looking at recent history, and that tells me maybe not a good idea because Mike Evans has been Mr. Consistent. The guy has never gone below 1,000 yards receiving in an NFL season throughout his career. He's definitely come close sometimes, but he's still got that 1K mark for every single season. Now, when it comes to Denver being a trade destination, kind of bringing them in on the fold for this, how important is winning for the Broncos this season, right? Is this a team that feels they are one piece away and they are willing to give up assets like good draft picks to go out and get a star player like Mike Evans? Or do they feel like this is not a Super Bowl type of year push or this is not a playoff push? We don't want to give up valuable picks for the future to try and win some games now when we don't feel like now is the best opportunity for us to actually win a Super Bowl. But if we know one thing about Sean Payton, the guy's addicted to winning. He was about to break clipboards over losing in preseason. So something tells me Sean Payton might want to win right now. And Mike Evans can help you win right now. Especially when you look at Denver's wide receiver room. This is not going to be the final four guys come week one against the Raiders. There are going to be players from the practice squad called up. But without Jerry Judy, it's Cortland Sutton, Marvin Mims, and Brandon Johnson. Out of 32 NFL teams, that is no doubt a bottom half wide receiver room without Jerry Judy. And even with Jerry Judy, there's a lot of optimism that he's going to take a big leap this year. But we still yet to see him put together consistent football for an entire season. So if we had to speculate on what a trade could look like, if you're looking for kind of a blueprint, if you will, what about this? Denver gets Mike Evans and a seventh-round pick and a day-three pick swap. That sends the Buccaneers the Broncos' fourth-round pick. That's kind of my best stab at what I think would be a fair trade. I'm sure Tampa Bay would want more. Chase Claypool went for a second-rounder. Mike Evans is a bazillion times better than Chase Claypool, but Chase Claypool was also younger and much cheaper at the time of the trade and was not on an expiring contract. So you got to factor those things in to coming up with a fair trade. But if you were the Peyton Brass, if you were George and Sean Payton, and this was the trade that Tampa Bay called in and asked, would you do this deal? Are you clicking A for accept, D for decline? Type your answers down in the comment section for me. I'm really curious to see where everyone stands on this mock trade. For me, I think it's important to factor in not just what his impact would be in 2023, which would be a big impact, but also, you have to factor in, if you trade for Mike Evans, you are likely extending him as well, which could spell doom for a guy like Cortland Sutton because I just don't see a way Denver holds on to Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, and Mike Evans all on their books for 2024. That's just way too much money. 
So if you want to move on or move for move on, excuse me, if you want to move to get Mike Evans, you also got to come to the terms with there's a very real possibility that Cortland Sutton is done in Denver as a result. Now today's show was made possible thanks to our friends over at Game Time. Buying tickets should not be stressful to go see your favorite team play. And with Game Time, it's not. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Now, personally, I used Game Time recently to score $20 off a pair of tickets over at the UNC South Carolina game in Charlotte for the first week of college football. Now, it wouldn't be possible without our friends over at Game Time hooking it up. So if you want to go catch a last-minute ticket for a Broncos game or if you want to go to a last-minute uh, Nuggets game, Avs game, whatever your favorite team may be, well, with Game Time, all that is doable and more. So they've got flash deals, last-minute tickets, and the lowest prices, too. So forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. The game time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Now you can get images of your seats before you even sit down. So if you want to know what your view is going to look like with game time, you can see exactly what your point of view will be from your seat. So you don't get stuck behind some big pole or something like that. All thanks to game time. Download the game time app create an account, and use code BRONCOSCHAT for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code BRONCOSCHAT for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All that information is in the comments and the description of today's video. Now, getting back on track here with the idea of acquiring Mike Evans, you also got to consider the fact that if you trade for Mike Evans, which... If Mike Evans is getting traded, I am sure the Bucs are going to let him be in on the process, right? They're not going to ship him anywhere for a 6th or 7th round pick. He has done so much for that franchise, he's going to have a say in where he goes. He's also going to know if he's going to another team that there is a contract in place for him to get extended. And when you look at the 2024 wide receiver spending by position... The Chargers are spending nearly $47 million in cash on their wide receivers. The Raiders are right behind them. But there are the Broncos and the Cowboys tied for third, nearly $40 million. I just don't see a way that Denver goes out there and acquires another expensive wide receiver without at least shedding some weight from their current wide receiver room. And when you look at the big cap hits for 2024, it's not Marvin Mims. It's not Brandon Johnson. No, it's Cortland Sutton who's making up $17.3 million in a cap hit. Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy nearly at $13 million themselves. So a very expensive wide receiver room. And I think if you're going to add Mike Evans to this room, someone's got to go. And that odd man out might be Tim Patrick. He's kind of a question mark coming off an injury. I could see the Broncos deciding, you know what, back-to-back year season-ending injuries. We're not paying you $13 million to come back after that. So I could see that move being made, maybe a restructure, taking less money. But I could also see Cortland Sutton going, or the Broncos going to Cortland Sutton. We can't have a $17 million cap hit for a guy that's got four touchdowns over the last two years combined. So what about this idea? Different trade idea than the one we talked about earlier. Just a straight-up player swap. Mike Evans for Cortland Sutton. Denver gets a very proven and established wide receiver in Mike Evans, who's a consistent 1,000-yard guy, to help get Russell Wilson back on track. 
And Tampa Bay gets a younger guy in Cortland Sutton who maybe they can build and rally around moving forward, reset the clock a little bit as they reset as a franchise themselves in the post-Tom Brady era. Now, there's no question when it comes to comparing these two guys who the better receiver is, right? You look at their 2022 stats, Mike Evans, 1,100 yards, six touchdowns, Cortland Sutton, 972 yards. There's no question that Mike Evans is the more dominant guy, but maybe these two franchises, Denver and Tampa Bay, at different points in their careers are looking for different things. And maybe Tampa wants a younger guy, and maybe Denver wants a more proven guy. So who do you think wins this trade ultimately? Would it be the Broncos or would it be the Buccaneers? Let me know down in the comment section. This will be an interesting one. I feel like Denver would win because who's picking Cortland Sutton over Mike Evans when all things are equal? But if maybe you know Broncos kicked in a bit of a sweetener or something to sweeten the pot, that could push the trade through. Now, before we get on out of here, I want to wrap it up with one quick segment here. As Melvin Ingram was picked by Bleacher Report as a free agent target for the Broncos. Now, Melvin Ingram logged six sacks last season for Miami while only playing less than 50% of defensive snaps. So very impactful and not a very big time span. But he's getting up there in the age column. We all remember him as a longtime charger. Went to the Steelers, went to the Chiefs, went uh, down to Miami. Now he's entering year 12 currently as a free agent. And Bleacher Report thinks he'd be a good fit in Denver. I don't think Sean Payton and his entire company are completely sold on this pass rush unit, right? Or else, why would Randy Gregory and Frank Clark be playing into the fourth quarter of preseason football games? So I could see Sean Payton going, you know what? We need to add some more pass rushing players. We need to deepen this room a little bit, especially with Baron Browning on the pup list and Nick Benito being a bit underwhelming in that first year. Melvin, Gore, uh, Melvin Ingram, I beg your pardon, last season for the Dolphins, 22 tackles, 7 tackles for loss, 6 sacks, 10 QB hits. So he had some really good numbers in a year where not I was expected out of him down in South Beach. So should the Broncos go out and sign Melvin Ingram? Why for yes and for no? Give me your thoughts down below in the comment section. Personally, I would think at least give Melvin Ingram a call, right? See if he's in football shape because right now you've got Baron Browning coming off the pup list in four weeks, unreliable Randy Gregory. Hopefully he puts up good numbers and is healthy for 17 games for once, but still has never been done before. Frank Clark is solid. And then what? Like Jonathan Cooper's good, but I haven't really seen Jonathan Cooper put together a six-sack season and Nick Benito is hopefully going to break out this year, but there's a lot of like contingencies right there. What if all those things don't happen? Or what if majority of these things don't happen? You might be in a bit of a jam, especially for a unit last year that did not have a great pressure rate uh, for the Broncos. Now, to wrap up the show, let's look at our summer hot takes. Today's high is 79 degrees in Denver. So finally cooling off a little bit, a sunscreen take. This is not going to be anything too blazing hot. I think the Ravens cover nine and a half points against the Texans in week one. This just seems like free U.S. dollars to me. What are we talking about here? I'm expecting a big bounce back year for Lamar now that he's paid and whatnot. And the Texans, they're going to suck. 